Welcome back Oh, to another episode of Tell Me Your Truth. <laughs> Just need to get that deep breath out of the way. I'm fucking tired tonight. But we're going to do this. I have a small child beating down my door trying to sleep in here tonight. And I'm trying to be a parent and hold a boundary and it's not working very well even though we just talked about this last week. I have to record this episode and he wants in here. So we're going to do our best to get through this together um, because I really want to do this and he really doesn't want me to. So here we are. Um, I have a little update for you and then we have another card pull this week. Um, I have a new deck to share. Um, It is not new. Well, it's newer to me. We'll put it that way. It's one of my newer ones. Not my newest, but my newer one. Um, So we're going to share from that deck today uh but first uh last week was my birthday yay 32 um the day before that was my husband's birthday so we are july 20th and 21st and we desperately got a night out um so we spent two days and one night in st louis together which is the closest largest city to where we live um we had a ton of fun um if you guys are near st louis or can travel there or whatever some of the best places we visited um love union station i've lived close enough to this place for a long time and have never visited um and i'm very happy we did this time we did the aquarium um there at union station and then we also i went to fucking ikea for the first time ever and that was a mistake um a large mistake um but it was so much fun it was like being in the biggest toy store in the world but for grown people and so um that was a lot of fun we also found this really cool place called the foundry um and i will link to that but it has a like indoor food hall with all these different vendors um these great great foods they had this place called i think it was called like galactic burger or something like that um best burger i fucking had in my life it was a gorgeous gorgeous beef patty with balsamic glaze goat cheese arugula oh my it was just so good so good um that was delicious so we had a really good time went to this amazing metaphysical shop called sincerely the craft um i will link that as well um it was so cool got a new uh oracle deck and some new little crystal boys um to bring home and a really fucking special um necklace that i believe was kind of calling me there um so i'm gonna tell the story of this little necklace here in a minute but what made this little getaway possible was my dad flew in from new hampshire where he lives um and he was gonna come in and kind of spend some time with the boys and hang out 
um, and just visit. And I had called him like a couple weeks ago. I was like, hey, um, Jordan and I could really use a night away. Do you think it's like part of my birthday present? You could just keep them <laughs> so we can go. And he was all for it. So thanks, dad, for uh, facilitating the babysitting so that we could go. Um, we also had Nick's birthday party, my oldest son, um, on Saturday, which was a bit of a fiasco, but um, it's fine. Our youngest had a little bit of a sensory meltdown, and we kind of had to cut the the bowling alley excursion short. But so goes it as the life of a um, special needs mom. So that's kind of happened. Um, but we corrected the night, and we had a really good week slash weekend. So um, I've done none of the things that I should have done. So here we are, uh, 8.47, the night before this is supposed to go live, and I'm just now recording. So we're going to get right into it. Um, I do want to tell the story of this little necklace, which um, if you want to see it, I am going to post a picture of me wearing it on Instagram. Shameless plug for the Instagram incoming at Nikki, that's N-I-K-I, no two Ks, just one, underscore T-M-Y-T, to go peep that beautiful necklace. I went back and forth. Um, Jordan really wanted me to go to a metaphysical shop while we were there. Um, he's like, just find one. I really want to go. I want to go with you. I kind of want to see what it's about. Okay, fine. There was like three or four of them, and it was... Um, the second day, um, and we were going to be leaving that day after we went to Union Station. We were trying to plan out our day, like find a place to eat breakfast, find a place to do, you know, a couple other things. Um, I wanted to go back to Ikea because there were some things that, um, after thinking it over, I just really wanted to go back and get. So we kind of planned it out and where our hotel was, we were trying to kind of stay in the line between our hotel and Union Station. We didn't want to go like really far out in one other direction. We were kind of trying to stay close enough to Union Station to make all of our destinations sort of make sense. So we were trying to find a breakfast place. We showed it back up at the foundry because we thought they had breakfast and the one place that was there that served breakfast was mysteriously closed for some reason. Um, and they never are. And even the bartenders that were like cleaning and preparing for the afternoon told us they're like they're never not open so we're not sure why they're not open so that was strike one for food so next we pick this other place and we realize it's way downtown and we have no change for parking meters <laughs> and didn't realize there was a park louis app thing that you can get that you can find these little tag spots and like type it in on your app and pay for your spot on your phone um it was kind of way out of the way and there was really nowhere to park i mean there were cars lined up everywhere construction there was really nowhere to park so i was like okay fuck this we're gonna go back the other way and see what we can find so we landed at this place called first watch and it was really fucking good i mean i had the best breakfast hash it was Again, goat cheese. Like, these people love their goat cheese in St. Louis, and I'm so happy and here for it because I cannot do cow's milk. So, goat cheese is, like, right up my alley, and I fucking love it. So, it had goat cheese and, and greens and potatoes and egg whites and 
oh, it was so delicious. And I had the best coffee. They had oat milk there, which thank you, Jesus, a restaurant that had it. So I got to have my coffee with my oat milk and this seed bread that was delicious. Normally, if you get like a seed bread, it's super, super dry and they just don't taste very good. This was so soft and so yummy. It was like heaven it was so delicious. So as we're kind of sitting there, like we have um, tickets for the aquarium at one and it's like 10 maybe at this time so we have some time to kill um we are kind of trying to plan the rest of the day and i'm looking at these metaphysical shops and one of them doesn't open till 11 30 one of them opens at 11 11 which i thought was really cool and then another one was already open but it was like way out of the way and so i looked at this other one that opened at 11 11 it was also kind of out of the way as far as you know adding Ikea back into the stop and then also going to Union Station. So, so we landed on the one that opened the latest, which is this Sincerely the Craft. Um, and it gave me plenty of a time to go to Ikea, find the couple things I wanted. And it happened to literally be like our restaurant, Ikea, this store, and Union Station were literally like in a straight line almost in a straight line from each other. The Ikea was like a little jog off to one side. Then from Ikea to this one, to the Sincerely the Craft Store was one tiny little jog. But then the Craft Store and Union Station were literally like a straight line from each other. So I'm like, okay, clearly this is the one we're supposed to go to. So roll up. There's a parking spot right in front with this Park Louis thing which perfect, um, go inside, look around. There were several things there. It wasn't very big, but there are several things there that I'm not really into. So I was a little like, maybe they don't have what I need. But then my eyes panned to the middle of the store where all the crystals were. And I was like, <laughs> there they are. So I kind of, um, beelined for the crystal table and did a couple little rounds. I usually kind of walk around and feel it out. And if anybody jumps out at me, like hello by me, then I will. And I looked along this one wall where the tarot cards were and some other books and things. And I really wasn't seeing any oracle decks. It was a lot of tarot. And I don't fuck with tarot just yet. Um, I might not ever fuck with tarot. I don't know. Um, but I'm not, I'm not there yet with that realm. So I was like, okay. And I just kind of kept walking. And as you kind of round the corner to the left, um, there is the cash register. And on the side of the cash register was this beautiful black bookcase that had these little artisan pieces on it. And there it was, like perfect eye level on the shelf. Y'all, I am a whole five foot three on a good day. And it's right my eyeball level, beautiful evil eye necklace. Gorgeous. It is black like almost a pewter color with this what I believe is a rose quartz in the middle of it it's very opalescent pink colored stone it could be um, one of a million things but it didn't say what it was and I didn't really care but it's a gorgeous okay and let's just say for a lot of things going on in life right now evil eye is necessary and if you don't know what an evil eye represents it represents the be the ability to detect deceit um to deflect any negativity away from you um it kind of keeps the haters at bay keeps the assholes out of your energy bubble and is kind of like a little extra barrier of fuck all the way off if you have nasty energy get the fuck away from me right so 
it was needed for this period in my life for stories I won't tell right now. Um, I just needed it. And I, I knew as soon as I saw it that it had to come home with me. I didn't give a fuck how much it was. I was like, I cannot not look at you. I cannot not take you home. And so I just politely snatched it up off the shelf. There was only one of them. And walked around the store and kept looking. And I had a couple other crystals um, pop out at me. Um, Jordan had a uh, crystal jump out at him that now I cannot remember the name of. um, And I will later when I'm not recording. Go figure. And then I had a bloodstone jump out at me it was the only one sitting there and it was in the obelisk form which is one of my favorite um crystal um what's the word I'm looking for not formations because they don't grow like that uh, the way they shape them the crystal cuts the way they cut them and polish them so I love the obelisk form um I might take some pictures of my new crystals and we'll put them up we'll see so go check Instagram see if I did that or not but my necklace will for sure be up there Um, And then I kind of took one more pass at the tarot decks and kind of looked a little bit more. And I'm like, surely there's more Oracle decks than I'm seeing here. And then I found them kind of on the bottom shelf, things that I looked completely over the first time I had passed by. And I grabbed me a new one um, and it just kind of called out to me. And I was like, okay, you're going to come home with me. And that's kind of how I choose all of my um, Oracle decks so far is I just kind of walk around. And if there's one that's like really jumping out at me that I can't stop looking at, I just don't question it and I fucking buy it. Um, That's kind of how I do it. I kind of let the deck call me out. And same thing when I'm choosing a deck to do a reading from. Um, I just kind of go with the first one my eyes land on and it feels right. So I just go with it. It's an intuition thing. And the more I do that, the the easier it is to tune into that. So that's kind of how that went. And our, our week was so much fun. Like, St. Louis was a fucking blast. We needed that so badly. So badly. It was so necessary for the both of us. We both needed the break. We both needed the connection time with each other. The fucking room, y'all, that we stayed in. Gorgeous. On God Arts Hotel in St. Louis. I'll link that too. Might throw up a picture of that as well. Just fucking beautiful. Okay? Beautiful. Um, would highly recommend. All their floors are themed. Um, so they have, they're color themed. So we stayed on the green floor because duh. Um, and my room had a clawfoot tub in it. Fucking gorge. Like gorge. Need one in my house. Don't know where the fuck it'll go. But I need one. Um, yeah, just beautiful. So that was, that was that. That was birthday weekend, birthday week. Um, it was nice having my dad around. The kids got a lot of time with him that normally they don't get. Normally it's kind of just me and him hanging out because we're still reconnecting. And, um, it was really nice that he got to spend that one-on-one time with the kids. So we are going to get right into this. So, um, spoiler alert, I drew a card, started talking about it, and then was like, you know what, I don't, I don't understand. I need some further clarification here. And so I drew five more. Um, I've never drawn six cards before, I don't think. But this made the message all the more fucking clear, as it probably would. So we're just gonna jump right into it. I'm being called the fuck out right now. Like, hardcore called out. So we're going to talk about what cards I pulled. Um, I don't know if I introduced the deck yet or not because um, I've already had to erase audio and redo it. 
So we're going to reintroduce the deck. Star Codes Astro Oracle Deck by Heather Roan Robbins. Artwork by Lucas D'Souza. I will link everything in the show notes for y'all to see. These cards are fucking gorgeous. I mean, gorgeous. Um, I will probably take pictures of them. Y'all, called out is a fucking understatement. Okay, so we're just going to give the Reader's Digest version, as my husband would say. Some shit blew up at work with a coworker. Okay, and I don't, I don't love the situation. It's I, I'm not here for it. I don't love everything that happened, everything that was said. I don't deal like this in my everyday life. I don't do drama. I don't do bullshit. And so for this stuff to be occurring in my workplace, whereas where I go to just kind of fucking get away from everything, was draining to me. Physically, emotionally, mentally, and I was just, I was so done with it. Well, it finally all came to a head and kind of exploded. Um, and it left things uh, quite awkward. So I'm just going to quickly go through the cards that I got here. I got the Jupiter card, um, which is Abundance. Pisces, which is Sensitize. Mercury, which is Messages. Uranus, which is Change. North Node, which represents the future and then Libra which represents balance um I'm going to give you the numbers of these cards just so that you know I shuffled the fuck out of this deck um so that when we get into what all this even fucking means it's going to be a little bit creepy it's even a little creepy to me so um, my first card is 23 which was Jupiter second card is 12 which was Pisces third card is 20 which was Mercury fourth card 25, Uranus. Fifth card, 34, which was North Node. And then final card was 7, which is Libra, okay? So we have 23, 12, 20, 25, 34, 7. We've shuffled the fuck out of this deck, okay? Now, um, I'm going to give you Cliff Notes versions of what their descriptions are. Um, but you kind of have to hear this so that you understand how fucking creepy this is. So starting with 23, which is Jupiter, um, it says, bear with me here. I have to flip through my book here. I should just be prepared, but I'm not. Um, so Jupiter symbolizes how we expand our worldview. Um, it is think big. Okay, this is a very think big kind of thing. Um, Requires you to be expansive and forgiving. Deal with it in a spacious, curious, fair, philosophical way. So that's what Jupiter's telling me here. Um, And the challenge from Jupiter can be that it brings too much of a good thing or can leave people feeling overwhelmed. Watch out for magical thinking and Pollyanna avoidance of problems, okay? This is basically saying um, on on one hand, Jupiter brings abundance and it's lovely and it's beautiful and expansive. And on the other hand, it can be too much of a good thing. You can be too much for somebody, too big, too annoying, too what, right? Like it's too much. It's all too much. So moving on to Pisces now, which is one of the zodiac signs. We're going to go to 12. So the Pisces card is sensitized. So the symbol for Pisces is two fish, usually swimming in opposite directions. Pisces rules the feet and resonates with wetlands, streams, and ponds, ruled by Jupiter (laughs) in traditional astrology and by Neptune in modern astrology. 
Um, the mutable water sign calls us to sense our dreams and intuitive perceptions for the trickles and streams of understanding. Okay. So it's asking us to swim in the pool of emotion, be moved by compassionate action. Um, it's, it's thinking, um, Opening your thinking a little bit more, um, opening your emotion a little bit more, feel into these things, um, allow diverse voices into the situation that you're in. Um, the gift is being able to tune into a healthy ecosystem of sensitive perception. So kind of bringing it back to honoring the fact that there could be dual opinions existing in the same space. Okay, moving on to Mercury, which is 20. Oop, just passed it. Come on now, get your shit together. You're a professional. Okay, so Mercury represents messages. So um, it is symbolizing your mental switchboard. So how you think, communicate, move through the world. Um, so the action here for this card is to communicate. The mood is quick, fast, and cerebral. Look at your situation from many different sides. Be light on your feet and make sure you have all the information you need. If not, be ready to research, investigate, translate, mediate, check your facts, and learn. Follow up on all lines of communication to make sure others understand what you said and you understand what they intended. Publish, broadcast, network, and engage social media. Make the call, submit the resume, send the manuscript, all of that stuff right? Okay, so the challenge of Mercury is when a quick mind is not connected to the heart, it can cause trouble. Watch out for the busy hamster wheel of the mind, shallow thinking, scattered, dishonest, or glib approaches, and mistakes made when in a rush, okay? So we're talking about more communication here. Anyone tracking why this is creepy yet? Okay, um, good. So here we are, 25 now, which is Uranus. This is change, folks. Represents change. So Uranus acts like a cosmic clutch. It takes us out of one year and after some chaos, keyword, shifts us into a new one. Uranus is the modern co-ruler of Aquarius and takes about 84 years to round the zodiac. Um, first planet, we're just gonna skippy, skippy, skip. Okay. It embodies difference and eccentricity and it rotates in the opposite direction of most other planets and at an approximate right angle to them with one pole pointing toward the sun. Surprise or be surprised is the action here. Be ready to shift gears. It's time to experiment and try a fresh approach or new road entirely. If your life were a garden, now would be the time to scatter handfuls of diverse seeds, water them all, see what grows robustly, and weed the rest later. What looks like a disaster may bring a wild opportunity. Prepare for an evolutionary leap. Shocking circumstances can force you to engage gifts you didn't know you had and help you transform. So that's change in Uranus. Okay, 34. We're moving on to North Node. Okay. So this one is... Um, a little different, but it is about 
moving forward, new beginnings, pushing past the situation that you're in, heading somewhere else, keeping an open mind, learning new things. So back to this Jupiter energy of like expanding, learning, grow your horizons, move forward, move it, move into the future. Um, just expect new things, right? So, and then that's kind of really all that is. It's just more like, hey, keep expanding, keep learning, keep growing, and you're going to move into the future. So it just kind of re-echoes what um, Jupiter was saying to start with. And then we have seven, last but not least, Libra, which is all about balance. It is the scales. So here we go for good old Libra, number seven, our last card. Sixth card, number seven, card of the deck. Um, Libra asks us to strengthen all relationships with an infusion of justice, equity, equality, communication, fairness, and romance, if it applies. The cardinal air sign Libra is ruled by Venus and is a symbol and its symbol is balanced scales. Libra is connected to the kidneys, endocrine system, and all the ways the body comes into balance. The sun shines here September 22nd to October 21st. Your action for Libra is compassion and purpose-infused beauty. And beauty flows from a balanced composition. To bring true balance to the situation, look at it through a lens of social justice and ask what would be unequivocally fair. Assess what you value, assess what others value, and find compromise. Become aware of any personal bias, whether you believe that your opinion is more important than someone else's or that theirs is more important than yours. Chant no peace, no justice, no peace, like no in your mind, and no, or no justice, like I know justice, and no peace. Be fair, straightforward, appreciative, and kind. Look at the whole situation for better composition. Balance the colors, the light, and the shapes and forms. Make sure everyone in the relationship feels heard. Acknowledge the existing beauty in the situation and ask yourself how you can bring in more. Explore the arts, music, movement, engage in expressive joy, and let, and let your soul take this powerful medicine. Whether at work, <laughs> at home, or in your love life this situation may require a partnership of equals as you create beauty and balance in your situation you may call in new people who want to dance with you meet them on a level field and explore what you can do together sometimes conflict needs to erupt before a healthy equilibrium can be re-established repression is not peace beauty can be misleading aesthetics alone can be shallow and incomplete unless loveliness expresses a deeper beauty a compassionate heart okay so um remember how i said everything fucking exploded yeah so all of these little cards right here have me a little bit shook basically everything i drew leaned somewhere into you need to bring peace equality reconciliation figure it the fuck out back into the workplace and unfortunately it depends on you okay um, I have to be the bigger person here. I have to be the one willing to forgive and forget. I have to be the one willing to expand and move forward to make it my opportunity to learn more about how this person operates, how to avoid f conflict in the future with them, make sure that they feel like they're on my playing field, that they're my equal, make sure that they don't feel dominated by me or overwhelmed by me. And that is my part of this situation to play. Funny enough, it's basically what I was told um, when the thing exploded, right? And I don't take, 
I'm not saying that this situation was 100% the other person's fault or 100% mine. It was 99% miscommunication, 99% unexpressed or repressed feelings and emotions that weren't being explained really on either side. Okay. And that is a recipe for this kind of explosion that occurred at work. And I am being wholly called out <laughs> by my own card deck in this situation. Um, probably because I need to remain humble in the situation and remember that it takes two people to have a misunderstanding um, and it takes two people to resolve that. And so when I'm feeling like it might be someone else's problem to fix, I need to remember that I have a part to play in that and need to be willing to put the effort forward to fix it. Which I do feel like I am, but I think this is just one more layer to it where it's like, I'm reminding you right now, me being universe, your your lovely card deck through the, you know, the universe through your deck is telling you, make sure you keep your head on straight with this situation because it's not worth your time to let it deteriorate again. You need to make sure that you're keeping this situation balanced, that you're bringing what you need to bring to the table so that this doesn't happen again. So as far as it depends on me, I will be focused on reconciliation, on moving forward, on expanding through learning about this person. And that is how peace and balance will return to the workplace. And it is very upsetting to me that my workplace became a source of physical and mental and emotional drain. I can handle being physically exhausted, but the mental and emotional drain that this situation was having on me every single time I'd have to work with this person and I knew there was some unspoken bullshit going on between the two of us, it was really frustrating. And so to have this situation blow up like this, I do believe it was necessary, much like um, our last card of Libra said, where it has to sort of come to a head and explode so that it can be resolved, right? You have to have these conversations. You can't push your feelings and emotions under the rug and pretend like they don't exist and expect there to be a healthy relationship, much like the echo of the boundaries episode last week. You have to talk about it, folks. You have to talk about it, whether you want to, whether it's awkward, whether it might cause you to lose the person, you have to say what you have to say. You have to be your authentic version of yourself so that they know who they're dealing with, right? These people have to know who you are, who they're dealing with. So don't, don't rob them of that experience of the truest form of you. So if there's an issue, you're going to have to work it out, whether it's any of those things I previously stated, awkward or otherwise, it has to be talked about. And so for me, this is like another call-out confirmation that the situation that occurred at work was necessary to happen and needed to happen. And now I still have a part to play in making sure that this does not happen again. It is not done. It's not over with. It's not going to be swept under the rug. And I need to make sure that I am being cognizant of my side of the situation, making sure that I am keeping the peace as far as it pertains to me. That was that. Um, that was a lot of information all at once. Um, 
I don't know who else needed to hear a uh, message like this right now, but I'm sure I couldn't be the only one who's dealing with some conflict or some issues or some um, much needed open-mindedness being injected into a situation in their life. But I feel like this large card spread that I did today has a lot to do with that theme. Is there something going on in your life that you feel is just draining you? It's out of balance. It needs to be talked about. A situation needs to come to a head so that it can be resolved and you can move forward in a better way. You never know what this could bring. Sort of like our North Node card. What the future holds for this could be something you never expected. But this has to happen first. These conversations have to happen first. You have to say the hard things, have the hard conversations, and be the bigger person sometimes and just put it out there on the table. Whether or not the person is receptive to you, that's not on you. But as far as it depends on you, you are in control of how you handle the situation ultimately. And you... I, we are are being called, I feel like, to handle these situations with more compassion, um, more open-mindedness, to feel into and sensitize, like our Pisces card is asking, um, sensitize yourself to that other person's feelings, wants, and needs. Even if you don't understand them and you can't resonate with them, that their feelings, wants, and needs are still valid and you do have to feel into those a little bit. Maybe not go all the way because another side of the Pisces card that I did not talk about is the fact that you need to also sort out what belongs to you and what doesn't. So what feelings are yours to own in this situation and what is not? Practice some sort of like clearing when you get home and that doesn't have to be woo woo or weird like my shower time when I get home like it's the first thing I do I don't eat I don't do anything I get right in the door I strip off my clothes I jump in the shower and I fucking visualize the bullshit of the day washing off of my body and going down the drain and that is how I energetically physically mentally emotionally just clean it all off I take a physical shower while visualizing all the bullshit running from my body out and down the drain and it's helpful to me it's a nice little visualization so whatever you have to do to help yourself just do that just practice some sort of clearing out and I think the cards are kind of calling for that too. And weirdly enough, I keep saying weirdly enough, but I'm learning this really isn't weird. Um, I think that's why I was drawn to that necklace quite a bit too. That is the protection portion for me. That is the get the fuck off me with your bullshit kind of portion for me is like for the things that I don't have any control over, for the things that I don't influence, the energy that won't be budged and won't be changed and won't be transmuted because that's on the other person to deal with, that helps that shit stay with them and not attached to me. So I have to be able to approach the situation in this balanced way while also putting up the boundaries and the, the, you know, the safety measures and the fuck offs that are needed to keep other people's energy and bullshit off of me if it's not matching my balanced level, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with adding an extra layer of protection when you're doing your best to mend a situation the other person's not here for it and the other person's energy is not matching yours. And this also goes for really any relationship in your life. Making sure that you are feeling heard, they are feeling heard, there's balance there. 
So I think that's what this was about. 35 some odd minutes is long enough. I'm fucking exhausted. I've already deleted an audio and had to completely redo this because y'all, I was fucking confused there for a minute. And so this larger card pull, I feel like was necessary, but now I am exhausted. So I've got to take my HEPA ass to sleep here in a minute. I've got a lot of work to do. I need to edit this, get it out so y'all can hear it tomorrow. And I've got all the fucking social media to do. So I'm going to wrap this shit up. I will see y'all tomorrow on all the socials i have a tiktok now that's a thing um it's the same handle as my instagram so both tiktok and instagram you can find me at nikki which is again n-i-k-i one k not two underscore t-m-y-t go check out my tiktoks go check out my instagram you can find all the pictures from my little excursion Um, i will show you the pictures of this card pull that i did because it's fascinating to me and crazy all at the same time. I will also be um, donning my beautiful evil eye necklace so you can see my little warding uh, buddy that I'm going to be wearing daily now. Um, And that's it. I love you. Thank you for listening again. I hope you followed half of this babble shit at 9.50 at night at this point. I will catch y'all next week. Bye. (laughs) 